Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. And leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guest today is Dr. Haley Neely. Haley is a new faculty member in the Department of Crop and Soil Sciences at WSU in Spatial Soil and Water Management. She earned her PhD in soil physics from Texas A&M University in 2014 and was a soil science faculty member there before moving to Pullman. Haley received her bachelor's and master's degrees from WSU and grew up in Waitsburg, Washington. Past and ongoing research projects include using drones to measure crop water use, the effect of soil compaction on soil water recharge, and looking at conservation tillage and cover crops for soil health. Hello, Haley. Hi, Drew. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you on board here. Um, coming home in a way, huh? From Waitsburg, leaving A&M, this is kind of your homecoming podcast, <laughs> I guess we'll call it. Yes, it is. Haley's Homecoming Podcast. So there's, there's a lot of work and talk out there about soil health lately. It's a big topic. We get a lot of questions about it. Uh, how do you plan to contribute to the overall effort of understanding soil health? Well, you're right that soil health is a, a big topic. And my background is, you know, mostly soil physics, pedology, which is the study of soil formation and spatial variability. And there's a lot going on in soil health with carbon storage and the soil microbiome. But I mostly focus on soil physical properties. So how okay. much the water, how much water the soil can hold, where is that water on the landscapes, how deep is it, how the plants are using it, uh, and compaction as well. So, you know, the more compacted your soil is, the less water your soil can hold. So most of those projects are obviously very synergistic with the rest of the soil health efforts, but I hope to contribute those sorts of topics. Okay. So the physics, uh, one course I really hated. <laughs> you, you enjoyed it. I that enjoyed it. It's sad okay. to hear you say that. <laughs> I don't know that I hated it. I didn't understand it all the time. So a uh, very important process, though, because I did for many years before coming here work as a dryland cropping system specialist in western Nebraska and, and water drives the water, system. Water, water, water. Yes, sir. You have to sir. understand where you had it and how it gets there and how mm -hmm. you get it out. Yes, and absolutely. So, very important topic. But yeah, I really haven't heard it presented in, from a soil health perspective like you just did. You know, you hear about the organic matter and you hear about the microorganisms, uh, but water is in that big mix and is very important in the whole thing. Well, coming from Texas, that was obviously a huge issue about, you know, when it rains, how, how much water goes into your soil versus what runs off from your soil. And looking around at these beautiful Palouse Hills, I think that research would translate very well um, to here as well. Yep, I agree. And a lot more, uh, I don't know if there's a lot more, but there's quite a bit of variability with that rolling landscape. Yes, and then yes. Sub, uh, I think uh, Dr. Haiying Tao was on a while back and talking about these subsurface uh, clay layers that kind of divert the water. Highly or, variable, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, very much so. So what do you think, uh, where do you think the biggest gains can be made in soil health in the next five years? So there are a, a huge number of almost national scale studies that are going on right now that are very exciting. So for a long time, we've all been doing soil health studies 
kind of on our own. So, you know, someone has a long-term study in this part of the world and then someone else has one somewhere else. And there's hundreds of these things all over. And now we're starting to take similar measurements on all of these studies, more of a, a coordinated effort yeah. to really understand. So I think we're going to learn a ton more about the interactions of cropping systems, environments, different kinds of soils in the next couple of years, and also the soil microbiome, how the roots and the water and the microorganisms all fit together. And I would love to kind of contribute to that because where the microorganisms are is really controlled by how much water there is in the soil, where the water is, and the temperature of the soil. So I think there's a lot that we're going to find out about soil health and, and how to improve it in the next five years. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. I hear a lot of people talk about how this practice or that practice is improving soil health, but they right. can't. They don't really know how it's improving or know why, why. Or why right it's health, and so. i think we're moving to that more of a you know you might call that more of a mechanistic way of understanding where you get at the why not just observing the change but what's causing the change yeah. and there's so many things interacting in there it's pretty so pretty amazing things. how you tease that out so who do you think your research program is going to benefit the most well, I hope everyone. So soil really is the foundation for life. There's never been more of an exciting time to be a soil scientist. So many opportunities to collaborate. So obviously farmers, land managers, irrigation specialists, again, with that amount of water in the soil and how you manage your crops for that. But I've done work in the past with climate researchers, putting in more accurate soil information into climate models for better climate predictions working with plant breeders on how their specific varieties might be adapted to certain kinds of soils or not, how strong is the root system, How, where is it getting its water, what's its water use strategy. So there's a lot of really interesting ways to for soil scientists to collaborate with all sorts of folks, and I hope that uh, everyone can benefit from good soil science. I sense a lot of excitement and passion about what you do. <laughs> what, what do you like most about about your job, the job you've had at Texas A&M, and what you think you're going to be doing here at Washington State University? Oh, I love everything about my job. It's my dream job. I, I took a soil science class here as a sophomore um, at Washington State University from Dr. John Reginald, and I knew nothing about soils before that. I was going to be an agricultural journalist. That was going to write for the Capitol Press. There you that go. was my dream. Okay, you were going to and compete with Matthew Weaver for that yes, job. Yes, huh? yes, okay. I was. I was my dream, and then I took this class from Dr. Reginald, and it and it changed my life. I fell in love with soil science. I started. I went to grad school for it. I love teaching undergraduates. I love working with grad students. I love interacting with farmers and land managers, and 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 informing people about what soils can do for them and to protect the soil and to conserve their soil. And, and it's really my dream job. I'm excited to join the department. Wow. I'm going to have to have a talk with John about that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he had such capacity. Very good. Um, so I sense that from you, and I think that's really exciting. I think that tends to spread. And, I, and the people I've interacted with, growers, and the like, who are passionate about soil, are passionate about soil. So yes, you're, they you're, are. You're, you're going to be working <laughs> with a lot of passionate people. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can email me. My email address is h.neely at wcu.edu, 
or feel free to look me up online, call my office. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, and we'll make sure we get your phone number and your email address in our show notes. Well, Haley, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to seeing where you take your program with all that excitement and the excitement in the grower community. I think uh, be some fun times ahead. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time.